Welcome to the very first episode for Season 2 of Poppetry Presents, featuring the launch of Issue 5 of the Poppetry Almanac. This episode is coming to you from the lands and waterways of the Wurundjeri people of the Kulin Nation. I pay my respects to Elders past, present and emerging, and acknowledge that this is stolen land and that sovereignty has never been ceded. I'm Indrani Pereira, founder of Poppetry, and in this episode you're going to hear emerging poets read their poetry. There is magic in words written and spoken, magic in hearing a poet speaking their truth. All the poems featured in this episode were published in issue 5 of that pint-sized marvel of poetry publishing, the Poketry Almanac. Are you ready for some poetry magic? Our very first poem from issue 5 of the Poketry Almanac comes from T.J. Kloprocker. T.J. Kloprocker has been writing stories since the time she could string her ABC together. After completing a Bachelor of Arts and a Master of Teaching in English and History, she now enjoys tinkering with words on a daily basis, teaching high school students in the leafy suburbs of Melbourne. The Sunflower by T.J. Kloprocker Soft, papery petals taper outward from an orb-shaped centre, where individual beads of brown collectively gather, turning upwards to face the sun. Imbued with warmth from golden light, a yellow crown of flowers frame a faultless circle. Our season's debutante, welcoming warmer weather with optimistic naivety. Ray Florette Lorald, she exalts her own impermanence in praise of a master's work. Preening waxen seeds, she turns to face sun's blaze. And as Icarus, she too will drown from nature's wrath until another dawn, when from the phoenix dust she will rise to serve the inscrutable call once more. Thank you for sharing your poem with us, TJ Kloprocker. How good was that line? Our season's debutante welcomes warmer weather with optimistic naivety. I certainly welcome some warmer weather and possibly a little less rain. Next we have Freya Alexander with their poem, 30th of August 2020, Merry Creek or Wondery Country. Freya Alexander is a queer writer, multidisciplinary artist and educator, living and working in Nam. Freya co-runs Gems, a collective that self-produces zines triannually with art and writing by women and non-binary creatives. Freya is also currently part of the West Writers Program through the Footscray Community Arts Centre. Freya Alexander, the 30th of August, 2020, Mary Creek, Wurundjeri Country. Golden brown depths with purple bruises, creamy white swirls with rainbow highlights, like a spill of petrol catching the light. It glows and glitters in the sun. Gum tree is flooded, its leaves are hanging low, touching fingertips with the reeds tall and thin and overlapping, casting shadows and adding layers. The creek is not mine. As Freya speaks, her words turn into water with rainbow highlights and purple bruises. I just love the evocative spill of petrol description. It's so unique and arresting. With her poem, she brings her creek to life, and I can picture it clearly with my mind's eye. Freya has the ability to take the mundane and ordinary and reflect it back to the reader so that they can see it with fresh eyes. Poketry is a home of unheard voices. It's where you're going to find emerging and aspiring poets who aren't being published in established literary journals. Everyone has to start somewhere, and the Poketry Almanac is a mighty fine place to start, even if I do say so myself. If you'd love to be published in the Poketry Almanac, head on over to the website and sign up for Margin Notes, Poketry email newsletter, to find out about the next open call. Our next poet is Tiff Harris. Tiff Harris has been a national and state finalist in the Australian Poetry Slam multiple times. Her solo shows, Live or Cry Trying, debuted at the 2019 Fringe Festival. She lives in Bathurst, New South Wales with her husband and three terrific kids. She loves tea, reading, 
and watching television. There's a content warning for this poem on the theme of domestic violence. Report card by Tiff Harris. Sometimes, well after midnight, well before dawn, I think about how I have failed all of you. I think about the bruise on your thigh. You were quiet about it. You were quiet about everything. I think about the bruise on your head. Your mum ran into you, but you were three. What were you describing? Accidental or intentional? You raged without reason, withdrew without prompting, and were normal most of the time. You, your parents, me. At best, two can remain unhaunted. That's the outcome I hope for, since I never reported. Tooth handles a heartbreaking subject matter of this poem with sensitivity. The narrator of the poem is unflinching about their role in the friendship portrayed in its short lines. There's only 18 lines, and yet we have entered a whole world through the skill of the poet. The repetition of, I think about, shows us how events can stay with us long after they've happened. If words or stories aren't your thing, the Pocketry Almanac also contains original art. Tegan Iverson is a 20-something-year-old artist, illustrator and curator, currently based in Footscray. Tegan holds a bachelor's degree in fine arts from the Victorian College of the Arts and co-runs GEMS, a collective who create arts opportunities for women and non-binary people. My name is Tegan Iverson and I created the artwork Call Me that features in issue 5 of Pocketry. Call Me is a black fine liner drawing created onto paper. It depicts a variety of phones, nine to be precise, all floating amongst one another on a bright white background. The artwork itself refers to connection and wanting to reach out and talk to others. I used to find phone calls solely anxiety-inducing, but due to all the lockdowns and time spent missing friends and family, I have since found talking on the phone an easy way to reach out, and through practice have grown to really love them. Sometimes it's so much easier chatting to someone over the phone rather than sending many messages, and it's so nice to hear someone's voice. Whilst my dad works out of Melbourne, we share phone calls daily, and since moving house, I talk to my mum multiple times a day on the phone. I also quite often ask my boyfriend, as the title suggests, to call me. Thank you, Tegan, for that wonderful description of your life, your art and your creative process. Poetry is for everyone and words are for all. It's why the Pocketry Almanac isn't for sale. Instead, you have to barter an unusual word or intriguing anecdote to get your copy, or the poet or artist featured in these pages may just decide to give you an issue. It's entirely up to them. I'm such a proud word nerd. I love the way words sound when they are spoken. I adore the way they look when scrawled across a page. I get lost in dictionaries looking for meanings. I'm fascinated by their origins and the way they morph and melt over time as they respond to use and our needs. Words are currency that we spend every time we try to communicate our thoughts and feelings. Words are also currency that you can spend to get your very own copy of the Pocketry Almanac. Not everyone has money to spare, but there's always words. Indigenous novelist and poet Claire G. Coleman spoke about the mongrel nature of English and the way it has absorbed many words from different languages, making it rich and lyrical. Given English has stolen so many words from other languages, I think it's fitting that words from other languages were traded for issue 5 of the Pocketry Almanac. We're going to hear a couple of them now. Bridget Moran of Mother Tongue, that wonderful Melbourne spoken word evening for female and non-binary poets, traded Dean Flume for a copy of the Pocketry Almanac. Doesn't that word sound intriguing? Dean Flume. And possibly Scandinavian? We're not sure of its origin, as a quick internet search didn't reveal much about this mysterious word. It doesn't appear in an online dictionary, so I couldn't discover its origins, but I did manage to find this definition. Deemflum is a dreamy and calm-like state experienced while listening to a natural waterfall. Although I'm not too sure that a waterfall from a rushing river like the Iguazu on the border of Argentina and Brazil sounds dreamy. It's more like a freight train passing over your head. 
Another trade for a copy of the almanac was a Sanskrit quote from Maggie at the Upper Fern Tree Gully Post Office, where pocketry has a postbox. Vedaya dadati venium. It means knowledge brings humility. It's a lovely quote, and I'm so glad she shared it with us. Back to poetry. Our fourth poem comes from Paul Barrett. Paul Barrett has a degree in philosophy and environmental studies, and much of his poetry reflects these areas of investigation. He's had poems published in the Pendle War Poetry and Poetry de Amour anthologies. He has studied poetry at Oxford and Aberdeen Universities and is a member of Writers Victoria. My wife's created a restful place of shapes and colour and sweet perfume. The busy bees are buzzing by in this most tranquil outdoor room. The plants were chosen to attract those simple creatures that catch the eye. The queen of airborne gracefulness, a floating, fluttering butterfly. Gossamer wings so gaily painted, with delicate lines and day-glow patches. She flits to petals passing by, daintily dips and sips the nectars, then deigns to land upon my head, a gentle kiss, and then off she flies, to seek those sweeter offerings, my lovely little flutterby. Thank you, Paul, for your touching tribute to a person and a place, vividly painted with your words. The queen of airborne gracefulness is such a lovely description of a butterfly. Our fifth and final poem comes from Kira West. Kira West is a Sydney-based poet and creative writer. As a queer poet, CPTSD survivor, her work aims to capture themes of trauma, joy and identity crisis. Her science background lends itself to the use of nature as metaphor as she constructs the ever-changing phases of childhood and adulthood. Kintsugi by Kira West When your soul of glass shatters, shards littered on the floor, You'll see yourself from up above, a haunting shadow at the door to all your memories, your psyche keeps locked tight, your bloodied fingers twisting at the doorknob, the fire ready to ignite. The gaping hole you step through is the place the light comes in, the wound begets the healing, but you must be ready to begin. It may be months or years before you knit yourself with gold. Someone will finally say, you've changed, and you will get to say, I know. This poem was inspired by the nine months of EMDR therapy I did last year to help treat complex PTSD. It's a reflection of my process, and I was inspired by the poet Rumi and his quote, the wound is the place the light enters. And finally, kintsugi, which is the Japanese art of taking broken pottery and filling the pieces with gold to make a new piece of art. I really enjoyed this poem, and I hope you did too. I'm a huge fan of alliteration, and I loved all those repeated S sounds in the first four lines of Kira's poem. When your soul of glass shatters, shards littered on the floor, you'll see yourself from up above, a haunting shadow at the door. These lines have great rhythm, and there's even some rhyme. I bet you thought that was all we could fit into the world's smallest poetry journal. But no, we've got more. Our last contributor to the almanac is Melly de Groot, with a wonderful original work of art to grace the back cover of issue 5 of the Pocketry Almanac. Melly de Groot lives in Luchuita, surrounded by nature and held in the loving embrace of her favourite mountain. She's passionate about growing and eating herbs, drawing and painting, and generally being happy. If you want to see Melly's art for yourself, all you've got to do is check out the Pocketry website, www.pocketry.com.au, to find a contributor to issue 5. You can hit up for a copy. Thank you to all the emerging and aspiring poets and artists who submitted their work for consideration in Issue 5 for the Pocketry Almanac. It was an honour to read your work. And thank you for joining me for this special episode of Pocketry Presents. Hope you've enjoyed the poetry contained within. You can check out the Pocketry website, 
www.pocketry.com.au for more information on the poets and artists featured in Issue 5 of the Poetry Almanac. You'll also find when the next issue of the Almanac is open for submissions. Will your poetry or art grace the Almanac's tiny pages? Until next time, happy writing.